eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Our next guest is on it. He's on with us every single Tuesday during football season. And on the line is Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger. Insider calls brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin too. Baldy joining us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Brian, welcome to the show. Guys, thanks for having me. It's good to be with you. And um, Super Wild Card Weekend is only hours away, man. So it's a good uh, it's a good time of the year. It really is, and you know it's good. It, it just feels it's just nice to be in the playoffs if you're Cleveland. But you know the the team that we kind of feared the most because of C.J. Stroud and the the edge rushers in Houston. The, the, honestly, the three guys we actually didn't see when Houston and Cleveland played a couple weeks ago is the team we got. I'm just curious, like, C.J. Stroud is is one of the rare rookie quarterbacks that's good against pressure. How do you slow down C.J. Stroud? Well, um, it would help if they, you know, somebody took away Nico Collins because it's his number one wide receiver and make him go someplace else with the ball, whether it's Dalton Schultz or Mechie or Woods. But it, that, that would help. They do a lot of play action. Uh, you know, so they get they get a little bit of time with max protection and linebackers stepping up. So, you know, you watch them last week and, and what they did against Indianapolis, first play of the game was max protection, you know, play action. They went 75 yards downtown. So they're going to take their deep shots. Um, and, you know, some of it is game planning, first play. That was a game plan decision to go after Indianapolis. And they kind of slowed down a little bit. But he, he sees the field very well. He's only thrown five interceptions this year. Uh, I don't know that you can really rattle him because he never looks rattled. So maybe you can, but I haven't really seen it. Nobody really has seen it. You know, Baldy, a lot of times rookies, their first time in the playoffs sort of struggle, especially the high draft picks mm-hmm. have over the, the course of the last, you know, 10, 15 years. Uh, what makes CJ different than some of those other players? Well, we don't know yet because we haven't seen him in the playoffs. But, you know, my guess is he's going to be a lot like Joe Burrow when he got to the playoffs. My yeah. guess is he's just going to be the same guy he was during the regular season because he already, like, okay, if you say, well, there's a different urgency in the playoffs, that's true. And there is a different tempo and speed. and But he plays with such urgency. That's why he's so good. Like, he goes through his progressions as, qu- as quickly as you can. His footwork is elite. Uh, he sees the field very, very well. I, you know, look, sit, you know, Cleveland's going to play a lot of man coverage and change things up and – They'll pressure him in different ways, perhaps. But I think he's, you know, he's been hit. He's been sacked. He's, all those things has happened to him. He, he really adjusts very, very quickly to anything that you throw at him. And he seems to have an answer for everything that you throw at him. I, I'd be surprised if he plays poorly in this game. 
Brian Baldinger on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Insider Calls brought to you by Old Spice Gentlemen's Blend Body Wash providing exfoliation plus 24-7 moisturization because men have skin too. I've been saying that a lot. Um, I got to ask you, where are the Texans' weaknesses? Um, I think that they they have uh, they, they have a defense that's been put together largely by just castaways. Malik Collins. Uh, you can look at Sheldon Rankins, Jerry Hughes, Blake Cashman, Steve Nelson. Like it's Denzel Perriman. All these guys have bounced around the league. And so they're playing because they've been given an opportunity to play, and maybe it's their last chance to dance. But it's not like they're the most talented guys. They just play the game really, really hard, um, and they're grateful for their opportunity. But if you said, well, is this one of the more talented defenses in football? They've been good against the run. But it's not like these are uh, – this is a world-class defense. I mean, they've played well, and they've risen in the ranks, and they finished the season – you know, ranked pretty high. I think uh, they got like up to 12 or 13 or something like that. But it's not like they're the most talented defensively. Jonathan Greenard is a very underrated player. Will Anderson has had a great second half of the season. We'll see if Greenard is, is healthy enough to go. But I would say that if that's the weakness, it's because they're not the most talented team. Every one of these guys I just mentioned been given up on, you know, two, three, four times in some cases. Baldy, looking at the other part of this matchup, these two teams just faced off on Christmas Eve. I'm I'm curious how, you know, relative to if they played the first week of the season, how does recency factor into the prep process and kind of how you go about game planning for the other team, whether you're Cleveland or Houston, given it was about three weeks ago you faced each other? Well, I mean, just um, not to be sarcastic, but my, my guess is they'll cover Amari Cooper in this game. You know, they didn't, they didn't cover him in the last game. So, um, you know, he's setting records out there. And my guess is, you know, that that's not going to happen again. Um, but, uh, you know, sometimes it can be a good thing. Familiarity, uh, it can be a good thing, but also can make you a little lazy. Oh, I know what's coming. I know, I know McLean Collins moves. I know what Sheldon Rankins likes to do. I know those twist stunts they run up front. I know when they get in this look, they do this. Some of that could be fresh in their minds, but I'm sure, you know, if you're a good coach and these are two well-coached teams, uh, I'm sure you're you're studying the last game for what you can from a scheme standpoint, but you're also looking at, you know, a a big part of the season and the cut-ups of all these teams and players and situations that they've been in and things that they'll have a tendency to do. And all that is important, but ultimately once you play the game, like, you're not, you know, the other team isn't going to call out the plays that you're running. I mean, it's going to be a different game plan than what they saw week 16. You know, it's been, goodness, 12 years since Flacco had that miracle run for the Ravens where they win the Super Bowl. And this, you know, last month and a half has been nothing short of remarkable for Joe Flacco. Uh, can it continue? I mean, the guy is, I don't know. I mean, he's, he's found the fountain of youth or something here over the last, you know, six or seven weeks. And appears to be, you know, poised for a nice little playoff run here. Well, I mean, you got to look at the, you know, what he knows about this offense. I mean, this is Gary Kubiak's offense, and so you know, this is the same offense that Stefanski ran in Minnesota. So there's a lot of, and the best year Joe ever had was with Gary Kubiak in Baltimore. They probably should have gone to another Super Bowl that year. They got derailed by New England, but you know, he, he's had a lot of success in this offense, and 
Um, and, you know, you still have to get timing with Amari and Njoku and the guys. But, you know, he knows where to go with the ball. Uh, he understands the concepts that Kevin has given him. That's helped a lot. But, you know, look, it's Cinderella. You know, we don't know when the shoe's going to drop. He's, he, he has a propensity right now to turn the ball over. Is that – like, it probably will continue, but they've been good enough to overcome that stuff. But I don't think you should go in a shell and try not to make, not make mistakes. I mean, I think he's got to keep playing the way he's been playing. And uh, if they turn it over and they lose as a result of it, you have to live with that. But I have a feeling that the plays that he makes will counter any mistakes that he makes. Uh, you, it's a good point. You know, how, how much do you think the team themselves like actually know, like, hey, listen, it's okay. We, we turn the ball over. No big deal. Our defense got our back. We'll get out there. We'll, we'll get it back. You know, I think that a lot of that is a mindset that they've sort of developed over this like four game winning streak here with, with Flacco, don't you think? Oh, there's no question. And, you know, look, they're, they're, you're simply not here on s- Saturday afternoon if it's not for Joe. So, um, like, so they're, they're, thinking, like, they're in the playoffs because of Joe. Now, everybody's played their role, but Joe's played the biggest role. So uh, they're thankful. But, you know, Schwartzy, you know, like this guy is uh, – he, he, he's part psychiatrist. And so he, he, he's already told his guys, look, we fumble the ball on the two-yard line. we got to go out there and defend the goal line. They're going to kick a field goal. We're, they're not scoring. Like he, he just, there's a brashness to, to Jim. There's a, a cockiness to Jim that I think is transferred to his players that if they got to play transition defense anywhere on the field, I think they're fully up to the task. Baldy, I was uh, earlier today getting ready for our interview, and I was I was reading your breakdown of the Eagles on the All City NFL um, video cast there, and I I just think it's interesting. We have a it a relationship to this game because Baker Mayfield's now in Tampa. The Eagles yeah. now have to go on the road to, to Tampa, despite for most of the season being the one seed or two seed in the NFL I'm, or in the NFC. I'm just curious: Are you think the Eagles are going to get bounced by Baker and the the Bucks this weekend? I mean, I don't know, I, but my guess is they're going to continue to play um, error football, and the things that are bothering this team aren't going to be fixed. Now, it might still be good enough to beat Tampa. They're not a great team. Um, they finished the season pretty strong, uh, but you know, they haven't scored touchdowns in the last two games. So that's never a good thing, but you know, Todd Bowles, they've gone to the playoffs four years in a row. Baker's had his best season he's ever had. Um, you know, they believe in Baker. He's, he's won that locker room, the players, the whole thing. Like it's been a great, great year for Baker. So I don't think they're ready to end it yet, but I don't know that Philadelphia I mean, I know they played week three. It doesn't really matter. I mean, this is not the same Eagles team. It's not the same Buck team. But I, my guess is the Eagles are not going to play great football. But, but it still might be good enough to beat Tampa. Baldy, what other games are you most intrigued with on Super Wild Card Weekend this weekend? Mm, well, I think Rams-Detroit. Because, you know, the Rams are the lowest seed uh, right here going into Detroit, who's a two seed, and they can win that game for sure. I think Green Bay-Dallas is fascinating. Green Bay um, has built this thing up way quicker than anybody thought they could. They're legit. The running back is playing better than any running back in the league in Aaron Jones. It's been Dallas's uh, bugaboo all year. And nobody, um, this is debatable, I guess, but I don't think anybody in this whole tournament has more pressure on them than Dak. Um, I played in Dallas. I understand how quarterbacks are viewed there. You're either in Staubach or Aikman's category or you're 
Romo, Danny White in that category. And Dak wants to get into the upper tier. You know, he wants to play um, with the big boys, and they got to start winning some playoff games to do it. There's a lot of pressure there. Green Bay's got nothing to lose. They're not supposed to be here. They're a year away from, you know, becoming a, a playoff team that can scare people. So, and they're very, very well coached. Uh, Matt LaFleur has done a phenomenal job. So that game has a lot of intrigue for me on Sunday afternoon. Brian, are you surprised that the Texans fired Mike Vrabel? Yes. I just was in Nashville Sunday to watch him bounce Jacksonville out. I think Mike's a great coach. I think he was given a really poor roster. Um, that happens sometimes. Uh, you're in transition, offensive linemen are um, nowhere to be found. Uh, your best defensive player is out the last six weeks of the season. You're playing rookie quarterbacks, blah, blah, blah. The, the player that you said would never, ever go anywhere as long as I'm the head coach and A.J. Brown got traded away on the draft day. So, you know, there's like friction there between how he wants the team built. But he's taken – I mean, he's – He's the definition of a coach. I'll take whatever I got, and I'll beat whatever you have. And I'll, we'll, we'll figure out a way and a style. And I think they've done that to stay very competitive. So I'm very surprised, but I think there's something else in the works out there with Mike. At, uh, are we thinking New England there? Yeah, I think there's like there could be something. I mean, I don't have any inside information. I'm not Schefter or one of these guys, Jay Glazer. Oh, you got you know, connections. Not, don't play coy, yeah. Baldy. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not in that game, man. I'm in the film room here. Um, but I, I, I could see if something would happen in New England. Like I could see Mike ending up in New England. I mean, that's. I mean, everybody has said that. It's not like me. I'm breaking news here. I'm not. But I could see something like that um, being worked out. You know, if if it's time for Bill to go or uh, whatever, whatever Mr. Kraft and Bill Belichick decide to do, I could see if there's a change being made for whatever reason. I could see, you know, Mike landing there and then Tennessee looking for one of these hot prospects out there. Baldy, um, we, we've obviously spent a lot of time focusing on the quarterbacks here, and that's the most important, very often the most important player on the offense. Can you give me the most important defensive player for a Browns victory and the most important Texans defender? Uh, so both players on defense for a Texans win. Well, I think, I mean, I'm not – you know, going crazy about my Miles Garrett, you know, could change the game. Now, Larry Tunsil has been uh, a good piece of kryptonite for Miles Garrett when they have played. Uh, he is a phenomenal player. It's a great matchup. It's a game within a game. Um, StubHub could get a good price if you just wanted to watch that matchup. Uh, but so, you know, that's the challenge for Miles out there is to, it's one thing to get sacks and block field goals and knock quarterbacks down. It's another thing to do it in the playoffs. And he hadn't had that chance very much, but that's how you elevate your game in the minds of everybody else, you do it on national TV and you show why you're the defensive player of the year. So I think miles, you know, is certainly that type of a player that could do that for my favorite defensive player in Houston is uh, Jalen Petrie. Like that guy was a phenomenal player at Baylor. He's everywhere. He's fearless. Uh, he's got great. Um, he's got great eyes for the ball. Uh, he's everywhere. Um, he can blitz. He can cover. He could tackle. I, I just number five, at safety for Houston is one of my favorite players in this league. Hey, last thing, Baldy, about 30 seconds here. You know, Michigan wins the title last night. A lot of talk about Harbaugh. You think he goes to the league or stays in Michigan? Oh, no, no. He's, he's, he's gone. He's going to be in the league. He's going to be as big as any free agent that we've ever seen out there. There'll be a lot. Every team should be interested in Jim Harbaugh. 
Uh, he's just that good, and he's that much of a difference maker. And I think he got an agent for a reason, and I think they're fielding a lot of calls today. Baldy, excellent stuff as always. We appreciate you, and hopefully next week when we're talking same time, we're we're getting yeah. you ready for the next round of sure. playoffs for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, that, I know that would make Cleveland and uh, the Dog Pound and everybody else there in Bria and elsewhere very, very happy. Excellent stuff, Baldy. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. That was Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.